This is Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rhett and Mark provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as they address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Rhett Wood and Mark Rose on Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Welcome to another show of Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. I'm Mark Rose, here with Rhett Wood. And in this show, we're going to be discussing avoiding common retirement mistakes. Now, Rhett, we haven't talked a lot about us in the last few podcasts, so we're going to take some time now and get to know us. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, yeah, because we are entertaining and exciting guys. So uh, tell me about yourself. We'll play this little game where I'll ask you some questions, and then I want you to ask me questions. So I'll go first. Okay. What is, uh, where do you, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in Blanchard or really the Bridge Creek area on a small farm. And I've lived there since I was three. So I actually kind of live adjacent to the same farm that I grew up on. Very good. And you have just purchased some land. Right. Uh, where you grew up. And so now you are a landowner. I am a pretend farmer. I like to go home, put my overalls on and get on my John Deere and act like I'm doing work. Oh, and your tractor, huh? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And you recently planted some things. What did you plant? planted 11 pecan trees. So hopefully I have some pecans later on. And I've been transplanting cedar trees and Mm. also just got started on my vegetable garden this year too. Vegetable garden. Okay. So So, are we going to grow any... Um, well, I've got, I'm, I'm trying to think, I don't even know of vegetables. vegetables. Yeah. Examples of those would be like onions and garlic and tomatoes and green beans. Yeah, squash. I don't, zucchini, I don't know what those are. Those things. I yeah. don't know vegetables. It's because you're not a vegan, are you? Yeah. I'm not. Neither am I, but I'm I like not. vegetables. See, so. that's the, that's a problem with me. I don't, I, I should eat my vegetables, but I don't. My wife tries and she, with my girls, tries to get the girls to eat, and I'm a horrible example because <laughs> I don't eat green beans and I don't eat corn. And see, I love all that stuff, maybe, and I like to plant it myself and grow it. See, maybe that's what I'm missing yeah, if I lived out on a farm. The entire experience. I see. I see, but I don't have a John Deere tractor. Either. Yeah. Well, tell us about what you do for fun. Well, let's see. What do I do for fun? I have two uh, great daughters, and I have a lovely wife. And so my, my daughters are in a variety of sports and different things. And so my youngest right now is playing golf. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she and I get to go out and practice golf and, and go to the practice range and, and hit golf balls. And we hit a lot of golf balls. Some of them are good. Most of them are bad. <laughs> but we do hit a lot of golf balls. And um, I also have photography right. as one of my hobbies. So I enjoy taking pictures and uh one of the local high schools uh, during the fall, I do all their action shots for the football games on the sidelines. So that's a lot of fun. So I like that shot of the Eagle that you got. That was a pretty good one. That was a pretty good one. So, and, and of course you were on that fishing trip uh, up in Alaska that we got to go on. And it was, it still amazes me that that happened in a matter of about 20 seconds. Yeah. I mean, that thing swooped down and grabbed that fish and, so and for those of y'all out there listening, what Rhett's talking about is the, the picture that I was able to get is of this eagle that was 
has outstretched wings and is just hovering above the water about to grab a fish off the top of the water. And we were fishing up in Alaska and had the uh, opportunity to have my camera out there. And, you know, I'm not really paying attention, but one of the other boats got our attention. I think was how it happened. It said, you know, hey, there's an eagle. Look at that. Yeah. I turned... (laughs) Grab my camera. It just happened to have the right lens on it. Grab my camera, turned around, and then this eagle, in a matter of about five seconds, just swooped down, picked this fish up, and was off. <laughs> and I just kind of held my motor drive down and <laughs> took all a bunch of pictures, and several of them came out very, very well. So yeah, they are definitely cool. Um, yes, 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 indeed. That was a fun memory to be able to uh, pay attention to. And so um, that's a little bit about us. So. I guess we're supposed to talk about some retirement information as well. Yeah, and retirement mistakes or common mistakes to avoid. That's what we're looking at today uh, because there are a lot of mistakes that people can make as they're approaching retirement. There are a lot of mistakes, and that's part of our job as financial professionals here at Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies is that we try to help educate our clients on how to avoid some of these mistakes. So it's important to be aware of them as a way of, hey, these are things we want to avoid. Right, because we want our clients to have the the most enjoyable retirement that they can possibly have. And everyone has a different goal or expectation for retirement. So everyone's plan is different. But we believe having a written plan of knowing where all your sources of income will be and how your assets work for you alleviates a lot of that stress and anxiety that people tend to have as they're approaching retirement. So let's look at what what are some of the common retirement mistakes that people could possibly have? I mean... I guess I know one of them example is people really fear running out of income or not having enough income to last as long as they live. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to die. I'm going to outlive my income. And that's a, that's a fear. Well, and that kind of goes along with retirement's different today than it has been in previous generations. So if you look back in our history, when social security was first created, the average life expectancy may not even make it to social security age for a man. And so the sources of income didn't have to last you for 20 years or more like it does today. I mean, um, you know, we retire earlier and we live longer and that causes its own unique set of challenges that we've got to overcome. Yeah, because we might be looking when we transition out of our working years into retirement years, we could be looking at 20 to 30 years in retirement. Yeah, you could potentially be retired just as nearly as long as you worked which is great. That's awesome. But you have to have income to last you that long. Has some challenges. And that's different than earlier generations, what maybe our grandparents faced. Right. So people are retiring sooner and they're living longer. They have less guaranteed sources like pensions. So those aren't as common. Yep. Yep. Uh, You know, we really usually only see those with federal employees, state employees, teachers, firefighters. You know, there's not many, but there still are a handful of groups out there that, you know, you get a pension, it's going to pay you no matter how long you live, which that makes that a lot easier, but that pension alone may not be enough to get to whatever your goal is. Right. And now we've moved away from the pension plans and into the defined contribution plans. So for the people that don't know, what is that? Uh, The 401ks, the 403bs, it's the alphabet soup, the 457s, the profit sharing plans. Those are the plans that you have at a company that you are now the one major, you know, you're responsible to be able to put back your own savings for retirement. Yeah, they don't want to be on the hook for paying you as long as you live. Right. You know, the pensions were great, but now the tendency is that they're they're more the 401k, the 403b, the 457, things like that. 
So, so I know one of the things that we use here a lot in our office are fixed index annuities for the guaranteed income. Uh, that's those have become more and more popular over the last few years. We use them as a planning tool in certain situations uh, because they can create a baseline of income. You know, with uh, the income riders that are so popular on those, you can calculate with fairly high level of certainty how much income you're going to get from those. Yes, but annuities, I mean, when we say that word, that they, they have such a bad reputation. They do. It's kind of interesting how they have that negative connotation sometimes, but there's multiple different types of annuities, and we use some of them, and we don't use all of them. Uh, so they all have their own place. That's a good point. You know, some annuities are trash, and, yeah. and we would admit that. But any investment, you know, is good at something, but they're not all good at everything. Yeah, so it depends on your specific plan. It depends on your situation and making sure what's going to be the best for each individual situation. So we should probably talk about the specifics of the kind that we tend to use in our office. Yeah, I think that's appropriate because you say that we we don't use some certain types of annuities. I mean, there are hundreds out there that you could use. Give us a little bit about what are some of the characteristics of ones that we use. So it's important to start with at the beginning, what is an annuity? An annuity is a, a contract with an insurance company. So it's not a security. It's not an investment in the stock market. It's not a deposit at a bank. You know, they're not FDIC insured. They're guaranteed by whatever insurance company you have placed it at. So that's important. Step number one is if you're going to do an annuity, you need to look at what is the company that's offering it. So you want to go with a a highly rated company that's got the ability to back up their promise. So it's basically a contract with that company that specifies a a certain benefit to the policyholder. And in our case, we use the income annuities that are going to provide a lifetime payment or in some cases a joint lifetime lifetime payment if we're looking at a husband and wife. Um, But fixed indexed annuities are not invested in the stock market. So this is different than a variable annuity. Variable annuity, your money is invested in sub accounts, which is very similar to a mutual fund. The values of those annuities go up and down with the performance of those sub accounts. So the value of the market, a fixed indexed annuity, you basically have two options. You can choose to allocate your money to the fixed bucket. The fixed bucket is an option in that contract that will pay you a fixed interest for that period of time. Or you can allocate the money to a variety of different indexes. A lot of them are tied to the S&P 500. And the performance or or what you will earn in that annuity is tied to how well that index does. So you're not investing actually in the index itself, but the performance depends upon how well those indexes do. So So, can you have a, let me interrupt here, can you have a negative return in that annuity that you're talking about. So with a fixed index annuity, the worst possible return that you can make in a given time period is to not earn anything at all. So you can never have like say a negative 10%. If the S&P tanks and you're in an S&P index option, the worst return you could make for that year is to not earn anything. So that year would be zero right. interest you, you just earn nothing, you know? And that that gives a lot of people a level of comfort knowing that if the market crashes, if the market tanks and I'm in this option, the worst case is that I'll still have as much money as I had the year before. And I say that with the exception of some annuities have their own annual fee and some do not. Okay, that's so, important to know. So if you have an annual fee and you earn nothing, the account value could go backwards due to that fee. But there's also some fixed index annuities that do not have an annual fee. So lots of different fees and terms to be aware of because 
uh, annuities are a long-term contracts. They're not something that's designed to get in one week and get out three months later. They're typically investments that we're going to hold for anywhere from five or six years all the way up to 10 years. And there are significant penalties to withdraw the entire balances prior to the end of that contract. They're called a surrender fee. So the biggest downside that we see with uh, fixed annuities or fixed index is they're limited liquidity. So you don't have 100% access to the funds at all times, but that's important part of the plan. You know, if that account is not meant for liquidity and you have other liquid assets, then that's usually not such a big hurdle, but you may not want all of your assets in those types of accounts because what if an emergency comes up and you can't necessarily get all of it out without paying a penalty? Yeah. And so it's part of the income plan that we provide for folks is that it's just a piece and there's diversification. And so Yes, we want to have access to money in an account that has our emergency account, which rule of thumb says we have at least six months of monthly expenses in that emergency account. But there also might be other assets and money that that might not be needed for emergency fund that we could use and put to work for us. And maybe a portion of that money could be into a fixed indexed annuity. Right. So for my in my case, I'm 30 years away from retirement. It's forever. But I still use a fixed index annuity for myself. Um, but you usually see them for people that are a lot closer to retirement age because they are an income planning tool in most cases. Good. Part of the plan. And I think that's what we will keep repeating. It's just a piece and a part of the plan. So our time is up for this portion of the show. And it's just important to remember that for when you're preparing for retirement, whether it's understanding Social Security or learning about mistakes to avoid, It can be overwhelming and nerve-wracking. You need someone to be able to help you, and that's what we do here at Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. So this is Mark Rose with Rhett Wood. Check out our website at retirementsolutionsok.com or call our office at 405-703-3800 to find out how you can receive your complimentary income retirement plan. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies at 405-703-3800 or visit retirementsolutionsok.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. So welcome back to Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. I'm Mark Rose here with Rhett Wood. We've been talking about avoiding common retirement mistakes. Now, the first mistake we addressed was not having the retirement income you need when you retire. And one of the interesting statistics that comes up from the 2016 Retirement Confidence Survey was that only 21% of the workers that were polled said they were very confident about having enough income for retirement. Now, only 21% of the people that are out there say that they feel confident that they're going to have enough to retire. The survey also found that 58% of workers reported having a problem with their amount of debt. And so Mm. having to deal with this debt and not feeling like they have enough income, that's going to be one of the problems that people have to deal with. And so what we want to talk about is well, having less debt is obviously going to be best. Right. Get rid of your debt. That's going to be the best way. Whether you, you know, do it, pay it down, or however you get rid of it, having less debt is going to be better. 
We talk about, you know, everyone's income needs being different a lot on this show, but uh, the it may not be feasible for every single person to be completely out of debt by retirement. You know, there's just some times where you're going to have debt even into retirement, but in general, the less debt that you have, the lower your monthly income need. That makes it easier to meet those needs from Social Security and pensions and those other reliable sources of income. When it comes to someone's retirement, we strongly encourage that they start to prepare for it as early as possible. You know, the sooner you can begin, the easier that planning process becomes. Uh, Unfortunately, most people don't set aside a lot of time to plan for their retirement. You know, you probably spend twice as much time planning your next vacation uh, every well, yeah, year. That's, all, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot more fun. Yeah. And reti- planning a vacation. Yeah, retirement planning and investments are not necessarily the most entertaining topic in the world to talk about. But nope. when you think about how, how long your potential retirement could be, you might need to have your assets last for 20 years or longer. So you need to take some time to plan and figure out what do I actually need and how am I going to get there? Uh, I know just within the past couple of years, I've, I've got the uh, opportunity to work with some some younger folks, which is rare because in most cases, people really don't get serious about planning for their retirement until they're until with retirement's within sight, you know, they're, they're down to the last couple of years yeah. and they're trying to figure out, okay, this is, this is just around the corner. What yeah, do we do? They come up and maybe, you know, they come to meet with us and say, Hey, I'm ready to retire. Right. Yeah. Three months from now, what do we do? And they haven't done the work or, or paid attention to it enough over the last several years. And, you know, we end up having to have a very different conversation than someone who starts early and is able to work it and update their plan year to year to year to year. Yeah, think about how much less stress you have if you know and have a plan and can say with confidence, you know, when I retire six months from now, I've got this lined out and this lined out, and here's how much I'm going to get from Social Security and pensions, and I'm going to draw from these accounts first. But, you know, it's a major shift in lifestyle. You get up and go to work every single day, and then all of a sudden one day you don't have to. Uh, If you don't have a plan, then that can cause a lot of anxiety. And so part of our job is helping with that anxiety to, uh, to avoid some of the mistakes. So let's talk about another mistake. Another mistake that we want to avoid is borrowing money from your retirement account. Now, sometimes life events come up and you need to have you know, money to pay for things. But if all possible, we're going to suggest don't borrow against your retirement accounts. Treating your retirement portfolio like a bank account can greatly reduce its ability to deliver sustainable income when you need it most because you keep taking from it and it loses the ability or you're having less money in there to earn interest and, and make gains for you for down the road when you need to have that for income. And so there is also additional tax and penalty consequences from taking those early withdrawals. So we really encourage folks, so it's, it's either not have the expenses that you have to pay for or not, you know, maybe you don't go on a trip or maybe you don't buy that new car. Maybe you get by with what you have for a little bit longer to avoid having to take that money out of those retirement accounts. I I know one that we see a lot is people that don't uh, take advantage of any matching in their current employer-sponsored plans. You know, uh, a lot of employers, if you contribute to that 401k or 403b or whatever it is, they'll match a percentage of your salary into that as well. And you can literally look at that as a free money that you're missing out on. Two words, free money. Yes. I mean, you definitely don't want to miss out on getting that match into your account. It makes that savings 
grow so much faster. Yeah. But when I'm 25 years old and I've just started my career and I've just started at work and someone tells me that I should contribute to my retirement account because the company's going to match it, that I remember when I was that old, that falls on deaf ears. Right. It just seems like it's so far away. I've got more important things to spend the money yes, on right who now. Who cares? And what we're saying now is that's free money. The match that your company will put into your retirement account for how much you're putting in. Now, sometimes it's a 2%, it's 3%, 5%, whatever it is. The company's going to match what you contribute. You're leaving money on the table if you don't at least contribute up to the full match from your company. Another thing I can think of is that uh, if you don't have an employer-sponsored plan, you need to be taking advantage of either a traditional IRA or a Roth because once that year is passed, you can't go back and add money into a, a Roth account for you know two years ago. You, you've missed your opportunity because there's a limited amount of money you can put in each year. And it used to be there was investment minimums that most accounts had. And so it made it hard for some people to get started. You know, they say, well, I don't have $5,000 right off the bat to start the account. But in today's world, there are investment options where there are no minimums. And so people don't have that same excuse. I mean, any amount that you can save uh, will help build up that account for the future. Yep. That's good. Start early. And it will make a difference over the years and years and years that you are contributing to that. So we've covered why it's important to plan earlier and not borrow from your retirement account was number two. We've also talked about taking advantage of that matching contribution from your employer. Another mistake to avoid is not to withdraw assets from your qualified plan too early. Early withdrawals, which means you're taking money out of your retirement account before 59 and a half, you're going to be met with a tax penalty. Yeah. What is that percentage penalty that people pay? It's 10%. On top of the other taxes. That yes. So you're yeah. paying your, your normal tax and then you're going to pay this penalty of 10% because you're withdrawing money out of that before the age 59 and a half. Now, there are some 72T provisions that you can get around that, but those are not very common. And so what we encourage folks is, you know, if all possible, don't withdraw your retirement money before age 59 and a half. There are some certain exceptions to that early withdrawal rule too, like first time home buying expenses, certain medical expenses, um, education expenses. But to me, your IRA is meant to create income to last for your entire retirement account, not to pull out and go buy a new vehicle all at once. Right. Which, you know, people a lot of times treat it as this glorified savings account, which it isn't exactly that. It is not. You, maybe you don't need that boat right now or right. that wave runner. <laughs> don't use your retirement money for that because you're going to pay penalties and that's not going to be the best for you. So our time is coming to an end for this segment. Uh, what other closing comments would you uh, want to add before we go to commercial break? Visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com. You can find out more about us and the team. Uh, you can also watch a lot of our TV segments are on our website. Uh, we'd love to meet with you and talk to you about your own situation. And something that we do for every family that we meet with is we create a, a personalized retirement income plan to help you figure out what do I do to reach my retirement goals and what are the appropriate accounts to use and how do I structure my assets to meet my own goals for retirement. You know, this is one of the most powerful planning tools that we help create for people. And we'd love to create one for you. Call our office at 405-703-3800. And we would love to schedule a time to talk to you. 
He's Rhett Wood and I'm Mark Rose and we'll be back after the break. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies by visiting RetirementSolutionsOK.com or calling us at 405-703-3800. And welcome back to our last segment for the show, Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies with Rhett Wood. I'm Mark Rose, and we've been talking about avoiding common retirement mistakes. Now, when we were coming out of the break or going into the break just before this, you were talking about what we do for prospective clients, talking about the income plan and Tell us more about that. What do we do when a potential client comes in and says, hey, I know I need help. I've, I've heard you on the podcast or I've seen you on TV. I want to come meet with you. What happens next? Well, when we meet with a new family for the first time, people in general have two really broad goals. They want to be sure that they have enough income someday to retire and, and live comfortably. And secondarily, they usually want to be sure that whatever assets they don't use will go on to their loved ones in the most efficient manner possible. But within those two goals, everyone has their own specific times they want to retire, the amount of money that they need per month to maintain that standard of living, their own family dynamics and, and goals for what they want to do in retirement. And so our first meeting is all about finding about you. What is it that makes you tick? What are your goals? When do you want to retire? What does your situation look like? So we listen to all that and then come back to you with a couple of different versions of an income plan. And then with, in addition to the plan, if they haven't filed for Social Security and they bring their Social Security statements, what can you do with that? So one of the parts of the income plan is figuring out what's the optimal time to take your social security benefits. So we run a social security maximization report to figure out, you know, what filing option would be best for you. And if you're married, you and your spouse, do you have the option to do those special filing strategies? How much benefit will be left for the surviving spouse? And then it goes beyond that. We look at your pension system. You know, what survivorship elections do you have there? If you have investment portfolios, we will dig in and do a portfolio analysis for you and help put all these pieces together into a written plan where you can see if I retire two years from now, here's what that will look like. And then that's something that we continually monitor and update with clients, typically on an annual basis or in some cases more frequently because life changes and your income needs change and your expenses change. So we continually update that as time goes by. And for that work, the income plan and the social security reports, how much do we charge? We do not charge anything to meet with people and create a plan, whether they become clients or not. Um, and that's, that's big because I know a lot of people feel like, well, I don't want to go meet with somebody about my retirement because I don't know what they're going to charge me just to come talk to them. Uh, there is never any cost just to come talk to us and get a second opinion and find out what their options are. And so we don't want that to be a hurdle that people have to overcome to find out what their options are. Yeah. Well, a natural question that follows that is, well, how do you get paid? Because we know you don't do this for free. What's the, the simple ways that we get paid? Well, we get paid in a couple of different ways. On the insurance side of the business, if we if we help you with life insurance or long-term care or uh, putting money in an annuity, we get paid a commission from those companies. It doesn't come off the top of your money like, a, for example, a commission on a mutual fund would be, uh, but we get paid by those companies and we're completely independent. So we, we use a variety of different insurance companies. 
And second, in the investment management part of it, we're a fee basis. So we don't charge commission on securities. We get a, a management fee. So really the only way that we make more money is if our clients make more money. And, and we think this is better than doing the commission on the securities because it takes away the incentive for an advisor to promote one product over another because it pays them more, Right, which is huge. And with our securities license, we're fiduciaries which means that we have to do what's in the best interest of the clients. And really the only way for us to do that is by creating the income plan. I mean, it, you can't recommend something and say that this is in your best interest if you really don't know what the whole situation is. Yeah. So we do that work on the front end for free to do the income plan and run the reports because that's the way that we get to know potential clients. Yeah. And Talking about what we are today, having a written plan helps you avoid those common retirement mistakes. Yeah. So that's a nice segue back into talking about the mistakes that we've been addressing. And we've gone over the following mistakes and, and why we should avoid them. Not taking advantage of an employer's matching contribution is one of the mistakes. Waiting to do your plan till the, at the very, very end of when you want to retire instead of starting earlier is another mistake. Not having enough guaranteed income can be an, a mistake. Borrowing from your retirement account, taking money out of your IRAs and your retirement account is a mistake. And then saving too little, buying the new car, buying the new house, going on trips, spending that money instead of saving it is another mistake that we see uh, in, in a lot of our situations that we get to deal with. Yeah, you know, you talked about saving too little and we all have our needs that we we have to cover. You know, you got to pay your mortgage and you got to pay your electricity bill, but there's a difference between needs and wants. So it does take a little bit of discipline to save money. Uh, especially when you're considering saving money in something that might not you might not be using it for 20 years or longer if you're you're a long ways away from retirement, but having a solid understand understanding of your retirement needs and goals can help when someone is faced with the decisions that need to be made when it comes to their retirement. So this will help you avoid some of the common retirement mistakes. And we believe one of the last mistakes that people often make is not seeking professional advice when it comes to their investments and retirement planning needs. You know, if someone's not comfortable making an investment decisions on their own, they should consider talking with a competent licensed professional that they feel comfortable with that can help them navigate through the many, many decisions that you've got to make as you approach retirement. And that's what we hope we help clients do. You know, we want you to have all the information so that you can make well-informed, good decisions that fit within your plan. That's why we make an income plan. And it's something that's unique for everyone because we all have our own unique situations. Yep. And we can't stress enough that the quality of someone's retirement is contingent upon their retirement plan's ability to leverage their assets so they can generate a lifetime supply of reliable streams of income. So it's important to be able to know what those income streams are. With proper planning and the help of a financial professional, you can develop strategies to protect your future and help gain that peace of mind. That's what we're looking for, is to help answer the questions of, will I have enough money, uh, you know, however long I live, will I have enough money? And that's the part of the income plan, and that's one of the reasons that we put it together is to help people better understand their situation and to, to begin planning for those retirement years, which we hope are 15, 20, 25, 30 years long, that God gives you here, you know, here on earth that you have a retirement that you enjoy. Yeah. And to find out more about us and the team or hear more of our shows or see some of our television segments, 
visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com or you can find us on Facebook, Retirement Solutions on Facebook. We post a lot of our videos and shows there. Or give us a call. We'd love to talk to you, answer any questions that you have, and help you avoid these common retirement mistakes by developing a plan that you can monitor and track as you approach retirement and help keep you on pace. So thanks for joining us for this show of Avoiding Common Mistakes in Retirement. This is Mark Rose. He's Rhett Wood with Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Give us a call, 405-703-3800. Thank you for listening to Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rhett Wood and Mark Rose at Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Call 405-703-3800 or visit their website at retirementsolutionsok.com. Retwood, Mark Rose, and Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.